Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Coming soon, the all-new Sportage. For more, log on to kia.com. 0818-715-815 Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. Five one double five one is our text number. Patricia Fitzpatrick is in Dublin and contacted us. You say you're a grandmother of many. Uh, your point, please, Patricia. Uh, I was just thinking. Nice to talk to you, Joe. Um, mm, likewise. I think about the schools. I think they should close tomorrow to give space and time mm-hmm. for everybody, for people visiting, for the classrooms. I think the teachers have had a hard term, and uh, as it went on, they couldn't ventilate because they couldn't open the windows. It got colder, and now the uh, virus is in the primary schools. So I think it would be much better to close for all concerned tomorrow. Rather than, I think it's Wednesday, is it, Joe? They're going to close. Yeah, well, some some close some schools go even further than Wednesday. But yes, you say, yes, you're well Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So so you're right, probably around Wednesday for most of them. Yes, um, yes, you you think the long the longer break would help? Why? I do think so, because if they could ventilate all the classrooms, open them all up, clean them really well. And the availability of getting back in January would be better, I think, to give the longer spell, in fairness to everybody. And hopefully by then, the teachers, the teachers, will, the have teachers. Got, teachers will have got the booster by then. Hopefully. Well, they would. Yeah, a exactly. lot, lot of them that's anyway. That's, point, that's, that's the plan. OK, Patricia, Patricia, now there is an issue about parents Pete and, and staff. Peter, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Uh, what do you think of this idea? Because you're involved in schools. Well, I, I drive a special needs bus for schools. And mm-hmm. uh, if the, the schools close, the teachers get paid, whether the schools open or not. They okay. get paid. The drivers, and as far as I know, the contractors don't get paid. Well, that's so, a good point, yeah. So if the schools, if the schools yeah. close now, I don't get paid for next week. The week of Christmas. And I'm a pensioner. I do this. I do this part-time as a pensioner. And do because people like lollipop men and women? I wonder, do they get paid when the schools close? Do, I, do caretakers? Do caretakers get paid when the schools? I close? don't know. As, as far as I know, secretaries for the schools don't get paid. They have to sign on for the Christmas. The same as the escorts on the buses have to mm-hmm. sign on for the Christmas. Well, it would make a huge difference to you, in, uh, as far as financially, would it make an enormous difference? I'm a pensioner, and pensioners, if they're working and paying the staff, do not get the COVID payment. Yeah, but this is a huge uh, issue at the moment. It's it's a huge issue for pensioners that are working. Teachers are getting getting paid. It's not not only about pay, though, at the moment. I understand your position where you need the money, and I'm sure you do. But the fact of the matter is that these little children where the COVID is in the schools now, and they will be seeing, not that I'm thinking of myself, I'm not going to see my grandchildren only in the garden all the time. I never mm-hmm. go into houses. So I think that if people are going to see 
others. And I think, you know, with the spread of this one now is enormous. That the, the longer time, it's just a few days anyway, but even so, it would make a difference, I think. It would make a well, huge difference. It, 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 I can't see it making any difference because I've, I've been in close contact with the children on my bus. I've had the two vaccine and, and yes. the booster. And they've yes. been on my bus every day. So they're in yes. more close yes. touch. They're closer to me than the well, other thank teacher. God, that's wonderful that, that that hasn't happened to you. But I think, you know, I don't know your age, but older people... Uh, even if they are vaccinated and all, they are, you know, very. Uh, I'll be, I'll hard be for them if they do get it, regardless. I'm very old by myself, but I will not be seeing my grandchildren. And what is what, well, Patricia? What is your plan over Christmas? What? Uh, well, well, I will just. I have 19 grandchildren, in fact. Okay, 19. But, okay. Yes, but they'll come and visit in the garden. I have to say, I'm lucky enough to have a space where they can come mm-hmm. outside, and we've done that all the time, Joe. And actually, we've been very lucky, thank God. Nobody has got the virus. But are you, are you saying if the children are off for a longer period over Christmas, they'll have more time to visit the granny in the garden? Yes, I think it's safer as well. Because they won't be, they'll have time to be out of school. Yeah. And uh, a longer time that they're not mixing so much. And what, well, with excuse me, what about, what about the older children? that are going to school, the 11 and 12 yes, and 13. Yes, second level. Second yeah, level. Second level. They'll, yes, they'll, all be yes. going, they'll all be going to the supermarkets and to the shops and hanging around with each other. Whereas they're well, in an environment in a classroom, they're being, yes. being scrutinised and they, they know who's doing what and when. You let them all out, they'll be all out yes. around all the shopping centres. Mm-hmm. And then you watch, well, watch yes, it explode. Mm. Some people are extremely careful, others aren't. That's the way it is. And that's the yeah, way we the majority, are. The majority of people are careful. But all Indeed. you need is a half a dozen. Oh, that's spread. absolutely true. But this, is, this one, this time, this variant is so contagious that we just have to be extra careful. Well, did, did, if, that's, if that's the case, then we'll have you to know. close the schools completely. Well, Patricia, did, well, did, did no, the extra... hopefully not. Hopefully well, not. It's but... been wonderful that they're open. And I well, leave do the, know leave some open. teachers... Sorry. To keep them open. Leave them open. That's, yes, indeed. Absolutely. And that they will get back to school on time. But is it not it's fair so to important. say, Patricia, that the, the wearing of masks, which was, re, which was uh, resisted by a number of parents, has happened... Um, the school I know most about, there was general acceptance of it and the children themselves were putting up yes. absolutely no resistance, the opposite. But the wearing of masks, the compulsory wearing of masks and the compulsory well, with, with a small C. But that that, yes. that led to a drop of nearly one-fifth in the number of cases among children aged 5 to 12. So so that's working. But it has been in the schools as well, remember. Some of the schools did have to close. Yeah, uh, over overall, relatively few. They're relatively few compared to how many. But then on the other hand, if the 5 to 11 get the vaccine now as well, the schools, please God, will be able to open in January comfortably, you know? 
I can't say it happened. Peter, Peter, do you know if yeah. cleaners are cleaners in schools are paid when the school is closed? I don't know. I, I only know about my own. But and I know that the escorts on the buses don't get paid. They have to sign on the dole over the Christmas period. But right. none of the, the yeah, drivers don't get paid. Yeah, well, it's, 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 yeah. it's easy. It's easy to say close the schools, but yes, I'm, yes, a, I'm, a, pen, yes. I'm a pensioner. To your point, all right. I'll be, I'll be seventy now in April, and I have to finish yes. work because CIE won't let you work over to the age of seventy. Oh my goodness! And, um, so you have yeah. a driver's license on You have a driver's well, license Patricia, on a Monday Monday morning, and you yes. can drive on the Monday morning. And on the Tuesday, you're seventy. You can't drive. It's okay, that's, a, that's a separate issue. But Patricia, there are 3,300 approximately primary schools in Ireland. 22 had outbreaks in one week. That's infinitesimal as, as a percentage, yes, in one week. Yeah, yeah. There are over 3,000 primary it was a schools. Number, no, it, but, no in, fa- in fairness to you, the highest. I still think, I still think for the visiting, which people will do. Uh, you know, for older people as well, that the extra time might be very useful. Okay, and you also say that the the circuit... I just think it would be good. And I think the teachers are wonderful. And I think all the people, and Peter on the bus and all of that... Okay, say say with us, Patricia, you're also calling for... It'll be a circuit breaker as well. Vincent, hang on, Peter. Vincent Grant, uh, sorry, Peter, you saying you have to go back to work. I have to go back to work because okay. the children waiting on me. Okay, Good man. Well, and thanks Stop for your service, Stop Peter, and kept, kept everyone going during the lockdown. Well yeah, done. Vincent, you, hang Peter. on, Patricia. Thanks. Um, um, Vincent Grant is a Mayo. Vincent, your point, please. Hello, uh, hello Joe. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think the schools, uh, it's up to the parents. If they want to take their children out, that's fine. But I have a child mm. with, with autism, disability, and I'm not, I don't want any more time taken off with him. Uh, free, the, the, these three days of, of, it's not just learning. You're, 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 you're all happy about Christmas. You're, you're doing singing songs, and you know, you know how the last mm. three days. Yeah. But, but this is crucial for ch- children with autism, so they, they can. You know, they're, they're so excited about Christmas and cutting it. And you, you've you told them that the routine of school the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. So they know that they're supposed to be in school until Wednesday. Now, suddenly, if it's closed like that on a Friday, it's too late to close. It's too late to close the schools now. It's too late to close the schools. And, I see. Yes. And, and, and you have. Yeah. What annoyed, you know, what's really annoying me, I was listening to the, the, the late debate last night. And mm. you know, some of the opposition, uh, opposition were on about closing it. And it, it's all, and I, I understand like, that the teachers have had, a, have, have had a tough year. And I know, they uh, but, have. yeah, I know they have. But, but uh, there's yes. a lot of more people, there's a lot of more, I, I, I'm a self-employed taxi driver, right? And I, mm. what I see going out there in, 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 the, in the adult people, but, like, they, they should, you know what's going on out there. But uh, what the, the main reason I'm ringing is that the schools has to be left. If the if the parents want to take the schools out, that that's that's their privilege. Take them out, but don't be closing the don't be closing the don't be closing the schools because there's other people that want the schools left open, and I want my school left open so my child can go into the autism units. That's what the that's what it 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 it, it, it affects him more than like.
like he, okay, what he's going, yeah, what he's got, yeah. yeah, what he's gone through in the last couple of weeks because of a cough. He's gone through about four different tests, and then he has to do a test at home every week. Okay. So he, he's gone through enough. So leave the schools open. If the if the parents. It's their choice, but my choice is I want the schools left open. That's a good point. Okay, well, they may, but, but, uh, yeah, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll let you come back sorry. in a sec, Patricia. Morty Brennan, yeah, sure. Morty Brennan's in Kilkenny. Joe with RT. Go ahead, Morty. Hi, Joe. Get your point, um, please. Yeah, just yeah. If the schools want to close, Brennan, I know COVID is a serious, serious thing, but that gentleman just made a great point there. His child is going to be affected. Okay, and then you, the mm-hmm. bus driver there, he's going to be affected. And also then we say, who's going to mind the kids? Because the people, the parents are probably working, so now they have to kind of organise things. That's going to fall back on the grandparents. So now we're saying that we don't want the kids mixing with the older community, but now they're going to be mixing with their grandparents. So the whole thing is coming from, I just think, from the wrong angle. And sometimes I have to say, it aggravates me when I hear the teachers union saying things like, we've had a hard year, everybody's had a hard year. Oh, very hard. Yes. yes, very hard, everybody. But also, yes, yes. this thing then, that we let every child has to, to be in school for a certain number of days a year. I haven't heard one teacher, one union member saying, well, okay, if we take the time off now, let's come back in August. Let's come back, stay on in mm-hmm. June, stay on in July. No, that'll never happen. But if there's an opportunity to get an extra few days off, we need it. And it's not so long ago we had people... Uh, 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 political guys saying that public servants need to get extra, extra, extra for all the hard work they've done during COVID. If they did yeah, all the hard work, work, why is our birth search so far behind? Why is the passport so far behind? You know, I mean, like sometimes we get, we have to realise that COVID has stopped to stop being an excuse. Oh, we didn't get to do that because of COVID. Okay, we have okay. to realise that it's here, we're going to have to deal with it. It's a very serious virus. And yes, if the schools decide to close for Christmas and not open up, no problem. Will the teachers' unions come out and say, right, what we'll do then is we will stay on late in the summer and we'll come back early? And what about the people, that, uh, I think Vincent made a point, that some parents are apparently are taking, I, don't, I haven't heard any, uh, some parents are taking their children out of school tomorrow anyway. Well, that's yes, their decision. Right? And they obviously probably have the facility for someone to mind a child. Maybe mm-hmm. one of the parents are at home. But you've got a lot of families who are very, very, they're struggling. I mean, like in one hand, we're saying that we have to give 100 euros off in the ESB in January. Mm-hmm. Right? So those families are probably people that are working hard, saving hard for Christmas. And they're under enough financial pressure. And now suddenly, tomorrow, Decide, no, your children are going to be torn now from Monday. For the next three days, you're going to have to sort that out yourself. It could mean I can't go to work on Monday. You know what I mean? So it, it's not just the schools. There's a knock-on effect from everything. It's like the like every okay. action is a reaction. There's a massive knock-on effect. But I'd love to hear the teachers come out and say, yeah, I tell you what, we'll work during the summer to make up for the time okay. for the children okay. that we're looking Lots of other issues coming up. John Borlow, before the break. John, your point, please. Hello, John. Okay, quick break back after this. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. Patricia Patrick has contacted us saying 
um, that um, she would like the schools to close tomorrow, give uh, her 19 grandchildren more spread out time to visit her in her garden. And also it would be a circuit breaker in terms of the virus. Also, it would be a circuit breaker in terms of trying to ventilate and clean out the schools thoroughly. And uh, hopefully the booster in the meantime, which, as, as you know, will be administered almost every single day except Christmas Day and St Stephen's Day by GPs who are, are, going to, are doing a fantastic job and the vaccination centres but the booster is the big thing and that's Patricia's argument now so far everyone has disagreed on the basis of who will or who and when will parents uh, where will parents get the help to the children have lost enough uh, time uh, already John Borlow your point please John Hello Joe uh, Yes John I just wanted to say, I think the teachers and all the children have had a wonderful time during the COVID-19. They've had so many holidays. The teachers have had wonderfully paid holidays. Yeah, but hang on. Well, most of the teachers, as far as I know, were doing online teaching. I know, but it's not quite the same. Well, it is. When you, when you, you're not. You're not. You're not sipping tequilas in Cancun. You're actually in. in, in <laughs> you're in your bedroom in Klanski or Klantarf or whatever, uh, teaching the children. It can be even more difficult. So they weren't on holidays. Uh, don't you worry. When they did go back from the lockdown and when all the kids returned to school, it was a matter of weeks, and they were back on holidays again. So really. Um, uh, the other thing is, when they are on holidays, mm-hmm. all the children are playing with one another anyway. Okay, understand that. There's yeah. no social distancing. There's no teachers monitoring anything. Everybody's just having a fun time. So please keep the schools open. That's all I wanted to say, Joe. And do you have do you have children affected, John? <laughs> No, I'm the one that's affected by all the children. <laughs> How? So, How? Because they're all playing with one another outside my house. Isn't that wonderful? Is there nothing, there's nothing nicer than the sound of children's laughter. <laughs> that's what the parents tell me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I thought I'd just make a comment. Okay, they've, only got se- they've only got seven more days to go. Please, they must march on, please. The supermarket workers are working. The bus drivers are working. The lawyers are working. The judges are working. The policemen are working. Everybody's working. So let's march on. Keep okay. it. Keep the schools open, please. Thank you so much, Joe. Okay, John. Good morning, Uh Patricia, um, it seems yeah, that to me, no, so far, so far, so far. Well, let's see I what. Think le- well, let's see. Okay, well, let's see what Neffet say say this evening. Okay. How have you managed during the lockdown, Patricia, with nineteen grandchildren? Oh, myself. Oh, I have stayed in and I just go for walks and I don't think it's as hard on old people as it is on young people. They're missing out. All the young people, it's so important. I can look back myself and say all I wanted to do when I was younger, out, meet the friends and all that which they have really been thrown off lot, all the young people. Okay, well, Eamon I is... I really do. Oh, I understand that. So. And, you're very... and the other thing I think yeah. is that 
It seems to be nowadays that the children seem to be a nuisance. Who's going to mind them? That's all I'm fed up hearing. Who's going to mind the children? Who's meant to mind the children? Some people do not have the opportunity. Nobody mm. speaks about a homemaker, a mother at home. Mm. That gets no status or anymore. A or a father at home. And or the father, a parent, I agree, Joe. But um, I, th- I think that's okay, well, really, uh, really hard. Okay, I'm people, Pat- Patricia- some people want to work works other people. Well, a lot of people have to homemakers. work. A lot of people have Indeed, to work. Indeed, I agree and, and, entirely. And also, they, both for financial reasons primarily, but also for Indeed. emotional, Absolutely. psychological. Eamon, Eamon is in Cork. Eamon is a scientist, and you come up with a you come up with a, a compromise, Eamon. Hello, Joe. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And I, I understand completely the, the the points people are making on both sides. I'd like to suggest a midway point, starting with. First, with why do we want the children out of school? It's basically to stop transmission. The children are not affected, but it's transmitting between them and between families. So my suggestion is the schools stay open, mm-hmm. but the department declare that the three days next week are optional, that okay. anybody not attending will not be marked as absent. And if families are in a position, mm-hmm. because maybe they're working at home, maybe they're able to provide childcare, maybe they don't have the financial other gentleman mentioned, and they're in a position to have their children at home, absolutely go ahead and do so. If somebody doesn't have that provision and needs the assistance of the school, the school will be open, okay. the numbers in school will be reduced, there'll be more spacing and social distancing. I doubt that the children will be badly affected by three days off school. However, if a child has suffered educationally, yeah. the parents can have that child still go in to get the extra couple okay. of days and, and maybe get extra attention. So it's a halfway house. This doesn't have to be a binary yeah, yes, good no point. Good decision. point. But it may, you, you know, the, I think it's 50, if a child misses 15 days, I think it is, you're, you're likely to get a visit from the school welfare officer. No. Fu- you were saying but, the three so days the would not be included. That, okay. The department can waive that in an instant and say next three days, next week are optional days. They do not account for absence. absence. And by the way, for the person who made the comment also about, oh, when the children are off, they're mixing. Well, I would imagine the parents that are responsible in taking the decision to take yeah, their yeah. children out of school will also understand they need to manage them out of school as well and not have them mixing. So, you know, why not? And that does not need a big decision. The government can just announce it and every parent can make their own decision at the weekend based on their own personal circumstance. OK, good point. Say that and Mairead wants to make a yeah. point as well. Mairead, your point, please. Hi, Joe. How are you? Thanks good. for taking my call. Yeah, Thanks for just, making uh, I'm a consultant and paediatric anaesthetist uh, working. And just if the school closed next week, as they head on for a while, mm-hmm. how will all our healthcare workers control that in terms of who's going to mind their kids who are of an age needs to be minded? So I, I know where that lady is coming from in terms of trying to give children time off to but spend time with grandparents or give them the longer running. But I just think that like, just the wider picture is that, you know, if school-age kids like a five or a six... I can't go to school, then who is going to mind them at a short notice now? It's now Thursday. If the school's closed Monday or Tuesday, mm-hmm. and my own kids are finished quarter past 11 on Wednesday, who is going to uh, mind those children from Monday onwards if the school's closed? And what do you think of Eamon's point there, a compromise that, that the option is given to parents, the schools will be open, but if they don't send their children, they won't be marked absent? Yeah, I mean... 
that's a wider issue because, like, you know, like you, know, you said there yourself, there's a number of set days that you can't, you know, I guess, I guess every parent can say their child is sick for Monday. If a parent really doesn't want to send their kids to school, they can say the child is sick and I presume they mm. fleet on our app as we do for our kids and let them know. Yeah. But I mean, there is a set number of days. And Mairead, how, did, you cover. how did you manage with such a responsible job, a consultant, paediatric uh, uh, anaesthetologist? And by the way, every yeah. every job at a hospital is responsible from, oh, yeah, from yeah. cleaner to porter all the way down to the surgeon. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Mairead, yeah, yeah, how, how did you manage when there was very short notice for the storm barra for the two days closure, um, my husband took some time okay. off his work. But he yeah. had, to, but he had to take time off. Oh yeah, he took time yeah. off. Yeah, it was just two two days short notice. Unfortunately, I had a I work in the ICU, so for kids, so I just can't ring in sick because I've got a team. So it's just one of those jobs that, yeah, like you know, absolutely. You, like, just, absolutely. Just, just just unfortunately, just couldn't ring in sick. Yeah, you know, of I know, but and thank you, thank you so much. Uh, for, for that yeah. service and as you say everyone in a hospital yeah. keeps um, oh, yeah. it's we like, couldn't it's work without our cleaners we couldn't work without the people who do like brilliant work every day who I pass when I'm leaving well, and it's I like, it's like in, the, you know? the, the great story when John F. Kennedy visited, uh, visited NASA uh, in uh, Houston in what 1962 obviously and there was, yeah. a, there was a chap uh, on the corridor sweeping he was janitor, and, yeah. Yeah, course, and, yeah, and JFK said to him, what do you do? And he says, I'm putting a man into space. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. he was, which every he was. Every cog in the wheel. Every cog, every in, the cog wheel. in the wheel. Okay, yeah. Karen, yeah. joe at rt.ie. Karen. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Mairead, and thank you for your Hi, service. Joe. Karen, uh, your point, please. Yes, um, my point is that I'm you know, I'm taking offence at people calling this childcare that, you know, we're sending our children to school for childcare. We're not. I have a four and a half year old autistic child. Um, he's linked to a mainstream school. Um, so if that closes, his preschool closes. But that is the only place where he gets any sort of social interaction, okay. any help with his speech, any of those kind of things. And, you know, just on that guy's point about it being an option, like we're all connected. If if some children don't go to school, then there's somebody somewhere not working a job and that job then impacts on somebody else. And it's, you know, it's the butterfly effect. We're all affected yeah. by the actions of other people. So, you know... And how, how did you and, and him manage during the lockdown? Well, I actually had to give up my job. Um, and unfortunately... Okay. You know, that job would need to pray for private therapies because we don't get anything through the public service. He'll be seen when he's seven, even though I brought him for his assessment when he was a year and a half old. Mm. So nobody in the public service is going to see him. And I'm only blessed that I got him into an autistic preschool because I noticed so early. So it is essential for him that he has somewhere to go in the morning, somewhere that he learns to play, to write, yeah. to interact with the world. And if he stays at home with me and stays away from other people and children, he'll regress. And what I said in my email was that he got to the point where he wasn't doing basic things like brushing his teeth and he ended up having to have seven teeth removed, oh five crowns, three oh fillings, under a general anaesthetic, which is the lady who spoke before me. It was an Mm. important job for her to be there and Mm. the knock-on effect of him not being at school. And then he stopped eating because he was missing seven teeth. So he ended up undernourished. He broke his leg. He ended up in a cast. Um, We were sent out of the hospital. What happened that he broke his leg, Karen? 
he was just jumping on a trampoline and he yeah. landed. He was just there by himself, so he just yeah, landed. Yeah. His oh, leg broke. Um, and he was jumping on that trampoline to regulate himself. He yeah, was yeah. out of school for eight weeks. He had nothing to do. Everything was closed. Um, he was and just many, jumping uh, up and uh, down. Overall, at many weeks in school, say out of a school year, 48, 44 weeks. Ten. He was in, he was in school for 10 weeks? Yes. 10 weeks out? Between all the closures. Ten, Between okay. all the closures, oh, he had okay. 10 weeks of school. So you're saying every day helps? Absolutely, and his teacher is fantastic. There's one teacher, two SNAs, and the six children. It's a very manageable pod. We could antigen test ourselves as adults. Okay. If we had any symptoms, we wouldn't send them in. Everybody who, you know, everybody who sends their children into that mm-hmm. preschool has assumed that they can carry on with their job or looking after their other children. Okay. If that's taken away, it's not childcare. Yeah, get, you then yeah, have we're to. Getting, we're getting. Well, thanks to Patricia, who's Thank you. arguing. Uh, no, Patricia was arguing the other side. We're getting an incredible glimpse of the importance, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as if we ever forgot it. But the importance of school. Anne Dalton is in Hackettstown and and is a teacher. Your point, please, Anne. Um, Joe, it's just in relation to the man that called in a few minutes ago, um, you know, giving out about teachers, you know, getting paid during holidays and everything. I think it's really important, and a lot of people don't know this, but we're on a salary and we only get paid for the hours that we work. And then that is divided by 12. And hence we get paid then during the summer holidays or whatever. It's not that, oh, we're getting paid for the summer. That's our salary is divided for 12 months of the year. Mm-hmm. And another thing too, there's just, since the lockdowns in schools and whatnot, there's just this passion against teachers. And he also made a comment, oh, they're online teaching as if we're at nothing. We want to be in the classroom just as much as the yeah, students well, I don't, do. No, in fairness now, Anne, it was one caller who made that point. Oh, yeah, all I, the, I understand all the other callers, was was, uh, You know, and all the other callers made the opposite point. But anyway, what do you think... No, of, just from a teacher's perspective. Yeah, well, just... just um, yeah, but from a teacher's perspective, hear all... Hear everything that's been said. Don't just lock on to one negative person. Which, oh, I understand uh, You know, that. hasn't it been... No, sorry, I don't... Yeah. I, I, I sound like a teacher myself, don't I? Sorry, I don't mean no, that, Anne. I understand, Anne, but what do you think of... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is Patricia's point. That oh, I think 100% stay in school. Oh, okay. Like I know in the school I teach in, you know, we have an online quiz set up and the teachers have great, recorded great. videos as a surprise for the students oh, online. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's and they're, they're, the Christ, they're Christmassy days, aren't they? There's a bit of, yeah, well, I know there's exactly. great fun in and school anyway. but Yeah, and uh, the last few days we'll have a bit of a laugh, but we'll all be wearing masks. We feel very yeah. safe in the classroom. And the students really enjoy school as well in school. I, you know, they're so really happy to be in school. Three weeks after masks were almost made compulsory, almost. How are they working out, Anne? Well, I'm a secondary school teacher oh, okay. now, but um, there's absolutely no problems. Yeah, know, well, I've, well, I've been talking to and... I've been talking to primary school teachers, and they say the same. Absolutely no problem. Now, with the younger yeah. children who are nearly babies, you have to explain oh. it to them. But with fourth, fifth, and sixth class, they. They took to it like, like duck to water. It didn't bother them, and they start decorating their masks, and they start checking each other's masks. But they all uh, start wearing. Okay, thanks indeed, Anne. Thanks for your service. Back after this, Joe at RTE.ie. On 0818 Talk to Joe on 0818 uh, David O'Grady, David, your point, please. Hello, Joe. How are you keeping? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. No, I, I'm just listening there to your, to your programme and to be honest with you, as a, as a professional in, involved in education, I am really 
up to the teeth tired of these constant complaining and downgrading of teachers. Uh, why, 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 why did you hear that? <laughs> in the last few minutes of your show. From who? But from who? Hang on, from who? From, the last few some, minutes. Some, the fast, some, last few minutes was a teacher. Well, was, I didn't have it on because I was waiting. On okay, the well then, well, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've had ten callers on so far. Nine of them have been in support of teachers. One well, of them. Can add another one. one. So I'm just adding another one. Okay, well off you go then. No, I'm just adding the point that that uh, teachers there's constant bashing going on in lots of places. Uh, it's, but I mean, my own work has taken me into classrooms during COVID. And mm-hmm. I tell you, it's teachers are suffering. It is very mm-hmm. tough on the teachers, very so- tough on the children. And why this bashing and uh, from on the teaching community? Is, where where really are you? Where are you hearing this bashing? Well, I've heard said, ten. I, I've heard today eleven, including yourself. Eleven what? to one. I've heard today so far. Well, I'm de- I'm eleven delighted. to one. De- yeah. Well, I'm then. Well, 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 let's let's try and be accurate. Absolutely. Well, well, okay. Look, maybe, maybe you should go back. Do you think over the pandemic the teachers have got a hard time? From no, who? no, 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 no. This is why I am. This is actually a much bigger thing. I think uh, that the teaching is being downgraded over the years. Yes. Would you not agree? That's not, not for me to disagree. That's your feeling. That's your, okay, bel- that is, that's your I, belief. I, 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 believe, I believe if you look at that, uh, particularly in the media, the way it has yeah. been uh, being portrayed over the number of years, uh, particularly with the, in the films and so on over the last 10 years, it's kind of been looked at what as a less, ever, a less of a profession. And what, what, what films are you talking uh, about? I'm not going to go into any particular details at the moment because I haven't got the facts and figures in front of me. But I can get them on to you. Uh, a recent research report has shown that, and I'll get that on to you if you want it. But I don't have it in front of me at the moment. But I just feel, as I said, that uh, overall... Uh, the teacher... see the la- well, I, well, I tell you, the last big teacher thing that came up on Liveline, you, mm-hmm. probably, you were probably working, so you wouldn't have been able to... The last big teacher thing was when the teacher unions called for this bonus payment, this pandemic bonus payment, OK? And that was, mm-hmm. a, that was objected to by a lot of people. You know who the majority of our callers were that day, David? Objecting to the teacher unions. They were the teachers. teachers themselves. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe that was a misstep by the unions or, yeah, on yeah. that particular maybe. time. Maybe. Okay, okay. No, but I mean, but, I'm, I'm, I, I missed, as I said, I, I was only listening yeah, to no, the earlier calls. No worry, I, rang, no. I missed all the other calls. No, I'm delighted that the people are ringing in and supporting yeah. the teaching community. Okay, okay, and thank you, thank you for your work, David and uh, David okay, Grady, no in your service. Thanks. Good meal, Margaret. Pat, the uh, uh, Another kind of uh, Pat Pork Walsh. Pat, your your point, please. Uh, how are you doing, Joe? Yeah. Um, uh, look, I'm a retired school principal, and um, I, to be honest about it, uh, I, I've been in a few schools lately, Joe, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm kind of glad I'm retired because it, it has become... Yeah. It, well, it always was a tough job if you took it seriously mm-hmm. and did it properly, but it has become a multi-task job yeah. now, a multi-multi-task job, and I have nothing uh, I have nothing but admiration for principals and, and staff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm out really? in... Yeah. I, I was in yeah. Neilstown. I'm out in Neilstown now since since 2009. And uh, look, I, I have great admiration. But, and, but the point I wanted to make is mm. that, like frontline workers and all, and, and I have huge admiration for them. But 
teachers in classrooms are working with unvaccinated people at very close quarters yeah. for the full school day. And, and, and up until lately, they were working with unmasked uh, unvaccinated mm. um, people uh, in the little people that they deal with uh, so well every day and I think um, maybe um, talking about closing the schools early I, I have I have two opinions on that I have grandchildren of my own and I'm kind of wondering will I be minding them if they close the schools mm. and the second thing is that I, I, I feel that maybe they may be able to sort of halt the Omicron kind of uh, uh, volcano if they close a bit early but uh, I, I don't really have a strong opinion on that. My, my main reason for ringing you is that mm. it's been a very tough time on teachers and, okay. and principals trying to juggle no subs, um, yeah. kids and close contacts been out, SNA has been out, teachers been out. It's been a really tough time and I have, I have nothing um, but aberration okay. and, and what delighted you do- that I'm not in it myself. <laughs> okay, and, and we, had, we had a number of teachers a few weeks ago, Pat, who... Um, who were leaving because of the pressures of, of COVID and, and they were they got nothing but sympathy because of, of what what they'd gone through. But Pat, yeah. um what yeah. do you think of the proposal which is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Two aspects of it. One day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just close the schools tomorrow, or the yeah. second compromise was uh, let parents decide about next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But if the children don't go, they're not marked absent. Which of them? If either, you would go for. Maybe uh, neither. Well, Joe, to be honest, the latter would would be my favourite there. Uh, yeah. You know, because like the, the amount of parents that they're going to be thrown into a spin, but where are they going to send yeah, their kids? Yeah, How yeah, are they going to be minded? Yeah. If they've no, if it's just going to happen like from tomorrow, they get word of it. it. It will be asking an awful lot of parents. And at this time, when they're so strapped for cash with with uh, various mm-hmm. things that come up at this time of year where they have to spend money and um, like this would be another thing that would that would have a, a, a huge mental uh, effect on a lot of them I feel myself you know okay. but um, I, I, I if parents w- are in a position to look after their kids Joe and feel that it may be better to have them at home as they're going to be visiting grannies and granddads yeah, like point. myself yeah. Yeah. you know I, I think the parents should be allowed to make that call and the kids marked in or whatever they, the but department not, decides on not, that. not yeah. marked not marked yeah. Because no, exactly, exactly. you, you might remember how many days after you're marked absent does the school welfare officer or the education welfare board contact you? I think, oh, it's about, I think it's about 15, is it? It's 15, it used to be 15, Joe, yeah. but things have changed a lot since I was there, so maybe, okay. it's, maybe it's different now, you know. Okay. But, yeah, but uh, that, I, I just, uh, I, I, feel so, I, I feel so... But um, do you think that compromise proud. suggested by... Uh, the, who was an Eamon, the scientist. Um, yeah. I, had, I called him the scientist. He didn't identify himself, but I know from yeah. the call, um, yeah. in fairness to him. But Eamon's compromise was that give parents a choice and that means if they don't go in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if they decide that, that they yeah. won't be marked absent. Yeah, I think, I, oh, okay. I, I think that's a very good compromise. Okay. I, I, I can definitely throw my hat into that one. Yeah, no, okay. no bother. Yeah. And, and uh, well done. Neil Town is a fantastic... Uh, community. Some of my family live there, and yeah. they, they are, and some of my family teach in the school, and they are. Um in my extended family and they think it's Correct. a great a yeah. great great school a a great, great school. memories of, of yeah. young Kira. yeah, yeah. Right. okay yeah. well remembered well remembered yeah. Yeah. okay thanks indeed Pat that's part of both of us happy Christmas you too yeah, okay. many more of them please talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 just a reminder about the Christmas Eve special tomorrow week 
the 24th of December. Obviously, we're not allowed to go uh, into Grafton Street for our annual Christmas spectacular, which is um, which is much regretted. But in the uh, wider uh, panoply of what's happening, um, it probably pales into insignificance. So we miss it badly. I know a lot of people from our correspondents miss it badly as well. But that's the that's the way we are. So um, uh, we will be having a two-hour extravaganza in the biggest studio in the organisation, Studio One here in the Radio Centre. Under COVID regulations, we will be as well as a, a whole slew of musical guests. Uh, we will be performing a panto um, live live, uh, featuring uh, June Rogers, the panto's called Find a Fella, uh, June Rogers, Krista Borgers, Prince Charming, live with us, Brendan O'Carroll as uh, the carriage driver, basically a taxi driver, and uh, we will also have other special guests who may or may not be here, Morgan Freeman, Conor McGregor, Kim Kardashian, Katie Taylor, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, the list is endless, but that's our panto one part of the uh, Christmas Eve special and also uh, Glenn Hansard and Imelda May will be with us they'll be uh, putting on a very special performance uh, to raise money of a Christmas song to raise money for much needed funds for the Simon community the Simon community and you know the great work uh, they do and also on the eve of Christmas Eve December 23rd this day week we're opening the airways to our younger listeners for a little live line we'd love to hear your book reviews film reviews and thoughts from children all over the country you can email Joy can write a poem you can write a little uh, prose essay you can email joe at rt.ie with your details or send in a recording of yourself with your review that's little live line december 23rd email is joe at rt.ie now gina hetherington like so many of us was listening this morning to morning ireland and a bit of a jolt when did you see ucd uh, school of uh, veterinary the veterinary school one of the most by the way one of the most respected veterinary schools in the world um, uh, uh, have issued appeal, an appeal for dogs to give blood. And a lot of people said they'd never heard of it. Because, by the way, they, it's an urgent appeal. They've no blood. They've no dog's blood. Gina Hetherington is in Tipperary. Now, many dogs do you have, Gina? Hi, Joe. We have 92 dogs at the moment in our premises. And have your <laughs> dogs... Here, well known. And have your dogs ever given blood? They have. We, we've got calls from the vets a couple, maybe sometimes once a year, sometimes three, four times a year, because as you probably know the, from our conversations, the bulk of mm. our dogs are greyhounds. Okay. And uh, greyhounds have uh, a universal blood type. Like uh, they have a, their blood is very rich in red blood cells. And okay. They can, uh, they can give a transfusion to most breeds and almost every breed of dog. So we do get calls from the vets from time to time that they have a dog that's been in an accident or something and, and it's lost a lot okay. of blood and, and we would send in one of our big healthy greyhound boys and uh, they'd be back that night like it's, it's not a huge... You, well, have you ever been with the dog when he gives when he or she gives blood? What's no, the but procedure? they do sedate them. Oh, do they? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. They, they give them a slight um, sedation and they do the transfusion and then um, when the dog is awake, we're allowed to collect it or we pick it up the next morning. Okay, but and now does it have to be, doesn't have to be a bloodhound, obviously, but does it have to be a certain type of dog? Well, as I said, the greyhounds are used particularly. They, they used they to okay? have greyhounds in UCD. Um, I think there was an awful lot of controversy about it a few years ago and it, I think they've stopped it. But they used to go to the dog pound and take greyhounds and they'd have them in kennels in the vet college and just use them for blood donors. It was not a very good situation. Mm. Um, 
I mean, the owners of the dogs that get the blood don't even know where the blood came from. I mean, we've never had a thank you card or a, okay. a donation from somebody who's, you know, who we sent uh, gave That's one of our dogs for. Well, you know, you know the the dog you were talking about, the big fella that you send in when they're stuck. Yeah. Has he got a little cert? <laughs> no, they get nothing. <laughs> they don't even get a lollipop. <laughs> if he, no, what I'm thinking is, if he nips, God forbid, if he nips somebody uh, yeah, accidentally, yeah, yeah. could you say to the dog warden when he came back, That's, he's a he's a blood donor. Give him, give him, a, give him a break. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, we here, don't have any problems with the dog warden. Here, here, here are the, here are the stipulations. Apparently. The dog, your dog must be over 25 kg. Now, that's a fairly big dog, isn't it? Most greyhounds are about 30, yeah. Okay. Age between one and eight. Be be fully vaccinated, warmed, healthy and not receiving any medication. Uh Uh-huh. Not travelled outside Ireland or UK. Right. Have never received a transfusion. Uh Uh-huh. Have a good temperament. Yeah. And be able to drink the glass of Guinness we give them afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) I'll drink that, no problem. (laughs) But, but the uh, no do- greyhounds are very docile. That's why. But that's okay. why the vets use them so much. And uh, you know, a little bit of sedation and the in out jobs done. You know, but, but it's, um, you, you think you think it would make a little difference if if, fe- if pet owners were told that where the blood came from. Yeah, and uh, but also that they got a little cert to say. Pixie or Barney or whatever the dog's <laughs> name is has given blood, and the owner could have that cert. Exactly, or, or uh, in our case, he could put a little thing up on the wall in the office, you know, or whatever. It's just there's never little, any acknowledgement. Yeah, never or a little, any, a, little you know. a little drop of blood uh, logo that he could hang on his collar, his or her collar. This is it. This is it. There's a good idea. Yeah. I was a blood donor on a little disc. <laughs> and what do you think they mean? The dog has to have a good temperament. Because exactly what you said there, you don't want a dog taking a lump out of the vet. Um, mm. when it starts to, to do anything to it you know whereas uh, as I said these greyhounds are so easy going they just sit there and say okay we're moved to now you well, know yeah. <laughs> and where, do, where, um, where have your 80 greyhounds come from? We've 60 greyhounds here We've the rest are lurchers and uh, other bull breeds and all that kind of thing uh, they have been come from owners and trainers um, we have a, a very good um, mm. what's the word working relationship with these people and they will, you know, it's so different to 10 years ago. Um, they will now ring us. And, I mean, there's 33 greyhounds on our waiting list at the moment up on the wall here on the notice board. But there's no way we're going to get them in before Christmas because you have to wait till five go yeah. out and then six come in. Okay. And, of course, the transports abroad are, at the moment, cancelled until after Christmas because there just isn't the time to get these things organised. But um, no, mm-hmm. it's it's um, there's a huge, huge amount of, of retired greyhounds around. Well, yeah. It's uh, a massive problem. Yeah, there was, but uh, we won't there, go there. Wasn't there an issue? <laughs> an issue recently? Nothing to do with dog dog people like yourself, but an issue recently where a, a greyhound that was supposed to have been retired turned up. Uh, coursing in Pakistan or something there oh, was yeah. a video oh yeah, yeah. a lot of the dogs are still sold to Pakistan and sold to China and places like that and, and Spain it's still ongoing yeah. um, ok yeah. let's let's bring in uh, Trish uh, Trish Volner uh, Trish good afternoon it's your cat hello yes Trish what's your cat's name yeah, oh. <laughs> Persia Persia and yeah. is Persia a recognised blood donor? 
Persia was a recognised blood donor, yes. And how often would Persia give blood? Uh, she, she just gave it once. Okay. And, and they just give, like, they just give, you know, a few mil of blood. Okay. Oh, they don't but, have to give a lot. No, no. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> was, was Persia sedated? Yes. Just, just slightly sedated. Slightly, but not knocked out. No, 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 no. And just, she, you know, the, yeah. the way you'd be sedated for any procedure. Yeah, and she was grand. Oh, she was perfect. And did you get a little certificate saying Persia is a blood donor? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you, Joe, I've given 200 units of blood over the oh, years well and I've done. got every certificate that's been owned to man. Oh, well done. So, yeah, have you got <laughs> the golden droplet? Oh, I, I have um, I have the golden pelican. Oh, the pelican, yeah, which is the logo. Yeah, which is, you well know, it's, it's a lovely... It's, um, and is there any, any, any reason why, you, why you're so vigilant and diligent about giving blood? Because it's so important, yeah. you know. It's so important. Especially at this time of year. And ah, they're, yeah, they're appealing yeah. as well for blood, do- yeah. blood Well, donor. actually, I was on to them this morning, but unfortunately, I've reached an age now where I can't actually give any more. But I've been donating since I was 18. Wow. Which was why I put Persia down as a donor, because they were looking for cat donors. Well, well done. And well, I don't want your age, but what age is the cutoff? Well, I haven't donated for five years because I was away, and I'm 72. Okay. So, um... If I if I had donated in the last five years, I'd be I'd be eligible. But because I ah, haven't, okay. I understand. So I'm, I'm very sorry. I was onto them today, and I said, "Look, I'm I'm all negative. I'm happy to donate." But um, I you know, if they come back to me, I'd be happy. Okay. Yeah. And and what age is Persia now? Ah, uh, poor little Persia. Persia's gone. Ah. <laughs> She's gone to cat heaven. Cat heaven. She, okay. But she she lived until she was sixteen, and her sister made it to twenty, so they were okay. Oh, very good. Okay, yeah. Trish. Well okay. done. Well done, Thanks, Trish, Joe. and a happy Christmas. Happy um, Christmas to you too. Likewise, many. Rita, your dog. Hi, Joe. How yeah. are we? What is you? Yeah. yeah. My dog. Um, yeah. This was in January two thousand seven. Didn't know what was wrong with her. She little princess. She was a collie. Okay. Um. So. She, which about 12 years of age, but very sprightly for her age. Mm-hmm. Um, just suddenly, just started acting kind of strange, brought her to the vet anyway, and um, they tried everything. Um, it wasn't cancer, it wasn't anything to her kidneys or liver or anything like that. And then they said, look, um, we're going to try one more thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to try a blood transfusion. I said, sorry? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yes. we, we, we were going to try blood tra- transfusion. And, and you were totally... Unaware that I've this was yes. heard of it. I, I've grown. I'm, I'm from a small village in Dublin. Um, like dogs went away to die back yes, in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like so. I we were like, okay. And they were like, do you know anybody who has a dog? And I'm like, oh, I'm not going into a neighbour to say, can I borrow your dog? And I'm going to bring it down there. I didn't know what way it worked. So anyhow, they said, look, that's fine. Leave it with us. We'll get the donor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried the blood transfusion. Now, sadly, it was nothing to do with blood transfusion. It was just, it turned out it was something the dog ate and might have torn her stomach. Um, but in fairness, they, they tried everything. And as I say, when I heard the, the blood mm-hmm. transfusion, it was like, go for it. Go for it. We'll pay for it. I mean, as I say, well done. Yeah. I know people say, oh, family, yeah. pets, but devastated. Oh, you know, my my son and everything was ten. Like I had to collect him from school and break the news to him. And but when once you sat down with him and explained, look, we tried everything, even down to a blood transfusion. And it's like they do that for animals. It's like mm-hmm. they do, they do. But I have to say, I do it again, and I now have another collie. Now this collie is a little bit different to our princess. This this one's a little slob, but like. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> 
I'd do it again. I'd do it of again. Course, and that's yeah. why when I just heard, like, and fair play to anybody who brings their dog in to donate blood, like, as I say, I'd never heard of it until I needed it for our dog. So it's, it's fantastic that you're actually raising the awareness, Joe, because as I say, like, our dog, Casey, like, God rest her soul, you know, she, she was the princess of the house, but she, I'm, it's nice to know that I tried everything and we tried everything. Okay. Okay, and it was too late in that case. But Catherine, Catherine, you say your dog was saved by a blood transfusion. Hi, Joe. Yes, we have. We had two dogs: okay. a golden retriever and a mixed breed dog, a rescue dog. And uh, the rescue dog we got, unfortunately, ate. We live in the countryside, and unfortunately, ate some rat poison. Oh, so um, we had to tell the kids, and the vet said, "Look, it's not looking really good, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And we uh, then he said he would try um, a blood transfusion, and you know we'd never heard of it before. And he said, "Listen, bring in Cello." So Cello, being the golden retriever, he was as mad as a brush, and um, he wouldn't. He never stood still. He was always on the go. He was always hyper. And we thought, "Listen." this is not going to work. I mean, mm. You know, it's not going to work at all. So anyway, so uh, we brought Cello in and um, lo and behold, he was as good as gold. Wow. They took everything they needed mm-hmm. and then Molly, within a few days, was up and back to herself and not a bother. But prior to that, we had never heard anything about uh, blood transfusion for dogs. But I'll tell you, it worked. It really, yeah. really worked. So um, even, you know, you might think your dog might, might may not be able for it. But uh, our dog certainly went from being hyper to literally being just still and allowing it to happen. As if he knew, you know, that, the, mm-hmm. that it was needed. But uh, it was unreal. And, you know, it was great. Uh, that it that it took place. So, so your gold what was your golden retriever's name or what is your gold I know no, they're both gone now. Both gone, but, but uh, the good, uh, cello. Cello, cello, cello yeah, saved cello. Molly. He did, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah he well did. done, Molly Cello. Yeah. Okay, Catherine, thanks indeed. Okay, Liz. You take care. You Bye. too, many Bye. more Bye. of them. Um uh, Liz Flanagan, Liz. Hi Joe, how yeah, are you? Good. Blog a uh, dog <laughs> blog donors. Yeah, so my sister, uh, Valerie, had a lo- um, their lovely Cocker Spaniel got very sick last week, just out of the blue. She was perfect on the Sunday, full of beans, and on the Monday, she was very listless, very, um, just uh, not well. And they brought her over to their local vet, village vet in Dundrum, and they said, look, um, I think it's blood-related, bring her down to UCD vet. Okay. And they, she went into UCD vet, and she was there for a couple of days, um, in intensive care and mm. on drips and all sorts. And then they put out an appeal for blood. They said, okay. we need blood transfusions for her. And Val and Michael put out their appeal on Facebook and said, right. you know, we really need blood for Lucy. Your dog has to be over 25 kg, etc., etc." And coincidentally, my brother thought and said, okay. poor Val's dog needs blood and he's a big golden retriever called Maggie so he brought Maggie over and Maggie donated her blood and she got a sticker I'm a I'm a blood donor oh, and I'm a lifesaver okay. and uh, <laughs> Lucy had Val said Lucy had several blood transfusions and I think when they put out their appeal they got about 25 people that brought oh, their dogs well, over helps, yeah but as, um, a, as, a, as I say, as of today, they say they have none. There, it's an urgent appeal for dog blood from the UCC. Well, they had two or three. School. They had two. Or, 
Yeah, they had two or three very sick dogs last weekend, but unfortunately now Lucy didn't make it. Ah. She rested and she didn't make it and Val and Michael are very upset, lose their pet before Christmas. But to all the people out there who own dogs over 25 kilos and uh, big dog, I have a little pug here sitting on my lap, so he'd be no Mm. good to bring over. Ah, Cover his ears there, don't upset him like that. (laughs) He's only he's only ten kilos and he's yeah. overweight, so uh, <laughs> he we couldn't bring him over. Okay. But uh, to all the big dog owners out there that can go over to UCD and donate their blood, it's just a wonderful cause okay, and it's helping well help loads of uh, pets before Christmas. Okay, well said. That's Liz Flanagan. Little quiz question before the break. I'll answer it immediately after the break. What percentage of the eligible Irish population give blood every year? What percentage? Back after this. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And Joe at rt.ie, you won't hear a nastier uh, crime or robbery this Christmas, I hope, than the one we're about to hear uh, affecting Johnny Mooney's brother. Johnny, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Uh, It was your brother, Thomas. Tell us where, when and what happened. Yeah, last Friday in Road Village, County Offaly, my brother Thomas had a health uh, visit at one o'clock. Okay. And it, he has uh, he had to have his legs bandaged. Anyway, after he had that uh, work done, he made his way to his car and he drove down a, a mile home from the village. And he parked mm. up at the back of the house and he was approached by a man, tall and slim, which grey hair, uh, okay. gre- dressed in grey uh, denims and wearing a green cap with white trim. And he said to him, you lost money. And he had 60 euro in his hand. Oh, yeah. And my brother said to him, no, I haven't. He okay. said, go check your wallet. He said, you have. So he was in the process of uh, exiting the car and getting into the wheelchair. And he took out his wallet and he was checking it. And your man snatched the wallet off him and made off with it. From a man in a wheelchair? From a man in a wheelchair, it's a new a new law. Um, and Thomas, did Thomas shout, or could he ring anyone, or could he? He couldn't ring anybody. He didn't have uh, his phone had fell to the floor yeah, yeah, yeah. of the car. He hadn't. He he, he wasn't able to make a. And in a his call wallet, as well as money, did he have credit cards and ID? He had about three hundred euro in cash and his bank cards and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. for God's sake! All gone. And where but, did uh, do we know what happened? This this uh, Grinch this thief uh, at Christmas and what just, just, pick, picking on someone so inhumanly like that did he did, did he jump into was, a car or? We, are, we are led to believe it as an opportunist uh, robbery he saw my brother in road and realised that he was vulnerable and immobile and he followed him down uh, from the village now he was a passenger in a green Almera car which was mm. parked outside and was, was uh, observed by a passerby who later came with the information, which has mm. become very useful because the same people were involved in a spate of robberies in Kildare, Offaly and Westmeath. Oh, were they? Yeah. So the guard... And where are they as low was the one perpetrated in your Thomas? Yes. They pry on the vulnerable and oh the old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And this time of year, particularly, and with the nights getting dark, people will be will be very fearful in their homes. I mean, if you were if you were robbed at night time or something like that, mm. but to be robbed in daylight outside your own house at half past one, 
a wheelchair victim. It, it, it's absolutely, it, it, it beggars belief. And the, and the MO was, like this guy approached Thomas and said, oh, you dropped 60 quid. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Thomas said, "No, I didn't." He said, "You must have. I just picked it up." And he said, well, "Check your wallet." Thomas said, "I check my wallet." He would probably said, "Check your wallet." Thomas takes yeah. out his wallet unwittingly, and your man grabs it and runs from yeah. away from a man in a wheelchair. There's bravery. There's bravery yeah, for you. It's a new law, indeed. Yeah. yeah. But the guard have been been very helpful, and indeed our, our neighbours. And is there any CCTV in the area? Or? Yeah, we have got some some success with that, and they are following a definite line, line of inquiry, which is oh, great. great. Okay. But it might help other people. Absolutely, Absolutely. you know, if just if, if these people are apprehended and punished accordingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, now the vast majority of people are safe. The vast majority of people are safe. But just the more warnings about even that little system there now for pouncing on people, they're they're letting their little method is uh, nothing short, nothing short of despicable. Um, and yeah. how is how is Thomas now? Uh, he's uh, it it has shaken him up. He's he's nervous now, and you know ah. whereas before he would have left the front door open yeah, yeah, yeah. and the back door. He now has to have them locked because he he feels very vulnerable, okay. which is which is terrible, especially coming into Christmas and that. You know, yeah. people calling and that, and uh, it just it's it's just a life changer for him. You know. Okay. Okay. Well, you know? if you just try and explain to him the opportunistic nature of it. Yeah, that well, that's, that's the one thing we can't take from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. but people can't, can't, they cannot be too careful. And there's a lot of these low lives hanging around rural yeah. post offices, uh, you know, okay. watching old people and following them home. Do you think so? And, yeah. Yeah, this has happened before. Two people have contacted me, and the same thing has happened to them. Yeah. And, and one of them, one of them lives not far from here, and he was taken for a lot of money. Oh God. Yeah, so okay, Johnny, and kind regards to Thomas. That's Johnny uh, Mooney talking about that, that uh, despicable Robbie perpetrator and his brother Thomas, who's in a wheelchair. By the way, the answer to the question, what percentage of the eligible Irish population give blood? It's only 3%, 3%, believe it or not. And if you go on to the blood transfusion website, the Irish Blood Transfusion Service, you can uh, find a clinic fairly, fairly quickly. It's a fantastic website. Joe at rte.ie. Oh, sorry, there's no break. Sorry, I thought there was a break. Okay. Uh, Gail Hanbridge. Gail, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. Happy Christmas uh, to you. You too, many more. Your, your point, please. Yeah, um, I think sometimes the teachers have a massive support in this country. Like, people really appreciate that. Sometimes I think they're a little bit catchy, thinking that people don't support them, which is not the case. There's a very small vocal minority that mm-hmm. teacher bash. But sometimes it kind of seems to get on top of the teachers that everybody is against them, which is not the case. From the callers to you earlier on today, yeah. that most of them have great admiration for the teachers. They have to put up with cranky parents who don't want their children mm. to wear masks, who didn't agree with homeschooling. When homeschooling was harder on the teachers, the teachers wanted to be in the classroom much easier than homeschooling. But sometimes they kind of pick it up wrong that lots of people are bashing them, whereas it's actually very, very small amount. And Absolutely. most people really support the teachers, Absolutely. as can be seen. And there was a few people on today with you that said, oh, they're always teacher bashing. But it's not the case. You you read out the statistics of how many people rang mm. in to complain about teachers. Practically nobody, because we all think they're doing a wonderful job. And 
we really appreciate their work. And I just wanted to say that as a mother of three children, we do appreciate your work. And, you know, ignore these teacher bashers. Don't so, mind them. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think of the suggestion um, by Patricia, 19 grandchildren, that uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the school should finish tomorrow, basically, to allow more time. Is there a break? No, I don't agree with that. I suspect they would have closed only for Storm Barra and two okay. schools had two days off. So I suspect prior to that, there was there was rumblings of it and they would have probably closed. But you can't close the schools. This day is Thursday evening. You can't say, come four o'clock to eve, tomorrow evening, that's the Christmas holiday. Because a lot of children be foisted onto their yeah, grand- yeah. grandparents okay. and stuff. And what, and do you think, what, what do you think of Eamon's suggestions, a compromise that... Next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday should be optional if people are worried about the okay, virus. In other words, they won't be marked absent if they don't turn right. in. It's up to the, you know, you were talking about the Tufflands and, you know, that is, it used to be the case that when you, once you got to 20 days, they had to be notified. Now it's yeah. on discretion of the principal because oh, they know okay, there's a child stuff. that has a lot of chest okay. infections or something. They know so, that these so children would, have genuinely been Okay, so, so would, if, yeah. I think if you want to take them, leave them at home, you do that. You know what I mean? But that's a personal choice. If they come back yeah. a week in advance and said, we're closing on the 17th, that would have been fine, but they can't just... You okay, know, and it is shell, also you know. as well, not, a, not just a pandemic, but the, the way Christmas falls, this, there is a full... A full week now, no, not a school week, but there is a full week yeah. from Monday to Friday, Christmas Eve. But you, you also have to realise that the children... You and me always remember what you did before Christmas, those last few days where you, you know, you got to play the board games, you got to do the quiz, you got to wear your Christmas jumpers. That's extremely important for the children of Ireland at the moment, and we can't deny that to them. Okay. And thanks to the teachers for all the extra work they do regarding these things. Okay, well said. That's Gail Hanbridge and County Wicklow. Darcy Hennessy is in Carlo. Darcy, good afternoon. Hi. Um, What class are you in? I'm in sixth class. And do you want to stay in till next Wednesday? Yes. Why? Because I think that um, it should be. It's going to be a fun week. It's yeah. not going to be just some boring old work and everything. Okay. And what what will you be doing next week? Do you know? Um. Yeah. So like singing, and then maybe some schools will have no uniforms. Like we have no okay. uniforms next week, and just fun things and arts and everything. And like quizzes and. Yeah. Relaxing. And how have you managed? I know your your parents have given, your granny has given permission for you to speak. Yeah. Well, Lillian, you're, you're 12. How have you managed, and you're in primary school, you're in sixth class, how have you managed with the masks? I'm fine. Like, I had COVID. And okay. I think, like, it's fine. I think the masks, uh, it's not a big deal. Like, you can take them out off for yard. It's yeah, like, you yeah. don't have them on for the whole day. And um, is everyone in the class wearing masks? Yes. Right, and there's no, and they're comfortable, and you, you, there's, yeah. there's no issue. Okay, now it is the school is at the windows open in your school? Is it some yes, people? Yes, every single window is wow. freezing. Are you frozen? <laughs> frozen is the musical, isn't it? Let it. You're yeah. like you're like someone in Frozen. And are you allowed to wear your your overcoat, Darcy, or a scarf, or? Uh, yeah, like in class, you can wear. A, um, an Under Armour, a body warmer, anything you want, just like not hats and gloves and uh, class. Okay, but it still is cold. 
yeah, but it's like it's not so it's not freezing. And when you go out, okay, well said. And then when you go out for your lunch, yeah, um, is it cold outside? Um, no, it's fine. Like we wear, we have hats and gloves, okay. and, and you're everything. running, you're running around anyway. Yeah, you're running around. Okay, okay. And how how is your granny? She's good. <laughs> and how come you're in your granny's today? Um, well, I'm, my gran collects me every day after ah, school. Isn't she great? Yeah. And I bet you she gives you more sweets than your parents would. Yeah. <laughs> and, a cl- and a club orange and a club milk when you come home. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, well done to your granny, Darcy, and uh, well done yes. to you. And have a great week next week. You too. Do you, do you want to, do, what's your favourite subject? Um, I think maybe English and art. Those two are. I love oh, them. And what are you hoping to get for Christmas? Um. Well, I'm hoping to get a bean bag for my room. A bean bag. Yeah. You know how much room they take up, don't you? Yeah. Okay, and you've you've that's what you've asked for, and if yeah. that's what you've asked for, that's what Santa will bring. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Say hello. What's what's your teacher's name? Miss Lowry. Miss Lowry. Yeah. Okay. And uh, tell Miss Lowry we all say thanks. I know you love her, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, everyone loves their teachers at that in, in those classes. Uh, tell Miss yeah. Lowry thanks. And Darcy, uh, you're, a, you're a great, great student and you want to Thank stay in you. school till next Wednesday and keep it up. Thank and I'm you. sorry, I'm sorry you're, you, you feel so cold at times, but as you say, <laughs> you're not frozen. So yeah. you, you will let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> well, well done, Darcy Hennessy, and happy Christmas. Thank you. Many more of them, please God. Fergus Sweeney produced Ray Darcy's next. Live line on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Discover our 2 to 1 offers at your local Kia dealer. For more, log on to kia.com. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.